Welcome to the Open Adoption Project. We're the Nelsons. I am Lynette. And I'm Sean. In recognition of National Adoption Month, we have decided as a podcast family to create a little more content. Uh, Lynette and I and Alicia Gallagher, who is our Director of Communications, are doing some extra interviews and conversations with friends to help us in the adoption community learn more. So, during the month of November, you can expect that we'll be in your newsfeed a little bit more. We hope that this is valuable to you and that it enriches your National Adoption Month. We're here on the podcast with Sarah Jane Schenk. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. I'm excited. Uh, we're so excited to have you here. So to start off, can you tell us a bit about you? Yeah, um, I am, um, uh, I'm married, I have a husband and a little boy that just turned one in June. So, um, and I work uh, as an early childhood specialist, I work for a nonprofit agency. And it's really cool, because one of the parts of the agency I work for is an adoption agency. I don't work in that part of it, but I get to be around it. So that's really cool and fun. And enjoying my little family. Ah, uh, that's awesome. All right. And you are connected to adoption. Do you want to tell us uh, your story and how yes. our community? Yes, I am a birth mom. I have a daughter that I gave birth to. She will be 16 in February. So um, about 16 years ago, I was in this situation where um, I found myself pregnant and didn't know what to do. And I, uh, I think from the beginning, I knew I couldn't raise her the way that I wanted her to be raised. Um, I kind of knew that from the beginning. Um, I was just coming out of a not so good relationship at the time. <laughs> it actually, I can get into that later, but it actually turned into my family now. But, um, and I just knew that she deserved better. I just, and not that I couldn't give her that. I just knew that she, sorry, I am emotional. So this is always an emotional thing, but I think I just kind of knew that she was meant for someone else and that it wasn't my time to raise her. And so um, I was lucky enough that my mom was friends with a a social worker at an adoption agency. So we kind of got in contact with her and just kind of started talking to um, an adoption agency. Sorry, I'm just And um, this was back before the, like, the internet was big and stuff like that. So I had like scrapbook profiles of families, like people put together like scrapbook pages and stuff. And they gave me a bunch of, uh, of profiles and I looked through them and I knew from the beginning, I wanted it to be open. That was always something I knew. I knew if I was going to do this, I needed to know her and know um, what her life was like and, and be a part of it as much as possible. Um, and I also knew that I wanted her to have a similar upbringing as me. So um, religion pay, played a big part in that as well. I wanted her um, to be with a family who had the same beliefs that I had. Um, so those were kind of the two main things I kind of looked for. Another thing that I was really, um, that I really wanted was her to have siblings. Um, I didn't necessarily need the family to have kids already, but I wanted a family that wanted 
more kids. Um, so that was kind of, that wasn't as important as the first two, but that was something that I always wanted as well. Um, you know, it's an interesting story because I met with one family and it was awkward <laughs> and it was, I was with my, my um, ex-boyfriend actually came as well. And a bunch of people from the agency were there and it was a dinner and it felt like an interview. Like it didn't, it felt transactional. It didn't feel comfortable. It didn't feel like what I had expected um, this to feel like. And I, I, I was scared and I just said, you know what, I just, I need some time to think if this is really what, what I want to do. I just, I needed some time. So um, I had had some time, I'd had a dinner scheduled with another family and I just asked the agency, can we, can we just cancel that? And I just, I need some time to really think about this. And I took a couple days and the day that I was supposed to be meeting the family, I called the agency and I said, Hey, would they be willing to still just meet with me? Just me. And they said, absolutely. They 100% want to meet with you. And I went and met them and immediately I knew that that was her family. I knew it from the second I met them, um, we had dinner, we talked, it was comfortable. It was, it was, it was just a wonderful, amazing experience. Um, and I was only a few months pregnant at that point. And so I got to develop a really great relationship with her family before I placed her. So it was really nice to have that um, relationship with her family. Um, they had a previous daughter. They had a daughter that they had adopted as well. Um, so I got to know her. We did things together. We went to movies. We went to um, sporting events. We went to dinner. We went and got ice cream. We went, did all the things together. So I really built that strong, deep relationship with them prior to giving birth. So then when I gave birth, it was just, it was just so easy not easy that it wasn't easy and it was hard but it was it felt right it just felt right because I knew them wow so you had multiple months where you were able to build that relationship before your baby was yes. born wow yep yep and it was amazing it was such such a good time it's incredible and then what was placement like at the hospital oh man I tell people this the, I had a c-section and the, those four to five days in the hospital were amazing um I asked them if I could keep her with me in the hospital and they were so kind and let me do that and I just we were just we were just loved on and lifted up by so many people my family and my support system and friends and her family and their their friends and family and just it was just I kept a list of how many visitors we had those four days in the hospital and it was like 50 plus that we had come and just see us and love us and it was really I people have said people haven't said to me but I've heard people say you know I was gonna I was thinking about adoption but you know once I saw my baby I I knew I just I couldn't do it I just loved him too much and I felt that way about adoption when I saw her I loved her so much but I knew that the second I saw her, I knew that this was the right thing and that she was going to where she was supposed to be. So I was 
lucky to have such an amazing support system and people by my side um, that really carried me through that that time and it was beautiful. And then post placement, I'm guessing things stayed open or yeah, do you want yes. to? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, they had me over for dinner, I think maybe the next week. Um, and it was just amazing. It was so fun to go and see her and see her with her family. And it was so great. Um, it took, it took some time, I think, for us to figure out, um, what our openness was going to look like. It was definitely kind of a learning curve for us. Um, but it was, it was, we kind of just figured out how we wanted it to be on our own. Um, and this was kind of back before, like, obviously text messaging and cell phones were around, but they weren't as common. And so, um, yeah, they, they invited me to things and, you know, special, special events and holidays and stuff like that. They made sure I was a part of, and, and they sent pictures and, um, this was more like email time. I think they sent emails. Her mom would send me emails and just kind of updating me on her on how she was doing. And, um, I have stacks and stacks of pictures of her because um, this was kind of before digital pictures were a thing. Um, so I just have boxes and boxes. Her mom was great at just sending me all all the pictures. And it's amazing. And she's 16 now, it sounds like. She'll be 16 in February. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's wild. It's been it's been amazing. It's been such an amazing experience. It's amazing. So now that she's nearing adulthood, has your relationship shifted really from being where the adoptive parents are trying to help navigate this relationship to where it's really you and your daughter navigating? Yes. Yeah. I definitely think that that's, it's transitioning into that for sure. Um, you know, she has a cell phone now and we can just communicate with each other and, um, she's great. I, um, I don't know if you want me to go into the whole other story that is so special about our story, but I would love for you to, if you were up to it. That, yeah. that kind of ties into that question. Um, so uh, her birth father, a few years, well, about five or six years ago, we reconnected um, and we got back together. And we, when we placed her for adoption, we both knew that we weren't ready to be parents um, and we weren't even really ready to be in a relationship. We had been in one, but it was not good. And we were young and I was 21 when I placed her, but it still felt so young. Um, and so when we got back together a few years or so she was about 10 when we got back together, um, it just felt right. It just felt like we were meant to be together. So we actually got married in 2020, um, right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and he had not been a part of her life, um, at all. He, um, had come up to the hospital when I gave birth, um, and saw her then, but after that, he had not seen her. He didn't know her family. He didn't know any of that. So, um, when we got back together, it was, that was probably one of the hardest times of my experience was just like getting him comfortable with it getting them comfortable with it they were amazing and were totally open to him they're so great and so we got married in um like I said 2020 we um actually just wanted a little small destination wedding so we went to Atlanta got married in my brother's backyard and her dad um our birth daughter's dad actually married us um 
she was in the wedding she was she was one of my bridesmaids and he married us so they came back um it was all just our immediate family and them um because they are pretty much part of our family her mom her mom always jokes that uh it's a family orchard we have a family orchard we don't just have a family tree <laughs> we have a family orchard um I love that that's beautiful yeah and it was really just such a great experience because my family my like you know like all my family had seen her but his family really got to like be around her and experience her and it was it was such an amazing time and um yeah and then we had a baby um in 2022 so she has a full biological little brother um and we call her sissy and she calls him her brother and and it's been amazing it's just been the greatest the greatest thing ever oh wow beautiful okay so something I've really loved that you've been talking about is these learning curves and figuring out what this relationship is going to look like when you are having an open adoption but it's like new right when it was new for you and then when it was new for your husband so do you have any thoughts on how we can help people through this learning curve or advice for people in that phase trying to figure out that learning curve because it can be a hard time it is a hard time it's a really hard time and that was I think that was one of another one of the hardest things about it um I do have to say that I think it's so individual and I think that it depends on you know the the birth parents or and then the adoptive family and what they what's going to look like um I think that you kind of just have to figure out what works for you and works best for you I know that we struggled a little bit in the beginning um with outside commentary about it um especially back when I gave birth and placed her openness was so new it was it felt like it was brand new it felt like it was still in its infancy stages and we um I know on my side and I know on um my birth daughter her family side there was some people that that weren't super kind about it. They didn't understand it. They didn't think it was a good idea. You know, you kind of always had those people in your ears saying that. And I think we just had to say, you know what, this, this works for us and this is how we're going to do it. And the one thing that we've learned is it just, she is such an incredible, secure, um, just happy girl and she just has always known me and she's always known that I'm her birth mom and we've always said me and her her mom have always said it's just another person that loves her just as much as her parents love her and how can you ever deny that that's not an amazing thing for a child to experience and it's been incredible and it it like I said it it took some time but we once we figured out our our openness and how it would work, it just her mom and we consider each other sisters. We really do. Um, but I know that it's going to look different for everyone, and I think it, that it definitely is something that communication is is key. I know that communicating um, with each other that's how we kind of felt, how we kind of learned what needed to be done, and and how we wanted to to do this. I think that's amazing advice. Communication is such a big part of all relationships, really, right? right. But these relationships, it's such a big key factor. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. sure. So how do you feel like your experiences as a birth mom have shaped your life? 
<laughs> this is one of the questions that I just, I, I think about it all the time. Um, in fact, lately I've, I've thought about it a lot. I, it's hard for me to picture my life before her. Um, her name starts with a C, so I always say DC. <laughs> um, I can't really picture my life before her. Um, it's really hard. Like I, uh, I'll see pictures and I'll think of things and I'll, I'll think, oh my gosh, that was before, that was before her. And I, I can't even like picture my life has just, my life has been so amazing ever since her. It's just been this incredible part of my life that I can't even picture my life without it. Can't even picture my life not going through it. And it was, it was hard, but it was a beautiful heart. It was never once have I ever thought, did I do the right thing? I knew from the beginning that I was doing the right thing. And I've always known I've done the right thing. And I love, love, love to talk about it. I love to talk about her. I love to talk about my experience. I, it's just been an amazing part of my life and I just can't even picture what my life would have been like without this experience it's 100% shaped who I am today and it's I can't picture not not having this experience sorry I am emotional (laughs) these are emotional interviews they really are I get so emotional during them too and it's obviously more so for you but but yes yeah, I really appreciate the vulnerability and the openness. Thank you. Yeah. 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 What would you want expectant mothers who are thinking about adoption but aren't really sure if it's right for them? What would you want them to know or to consider as they're trying to figure that out? Um, I think openness is such an incredible thing. And I I would want mothers to know that you can have this incredible relationship and you can know your child obviously it's going to be different for every situation and um but it's it's so amazing when you when you know you're not ready um to do it and you want your child to have you know more than you can give at that time um it's just such it's funny because I'm finding myself saying all the stuff that people say to me and I'm like ah no like people are always like oh you're so amazing and I'm just like ah no like I don't I don't think of myself like that I think of myself as any other um as any other parent you know I just I made the decision that was right for my child and I did it because I loved her and um you know you just have to do what's right for you and and like I said getting to know her family before um helped tremendously but I don't think that that's necessary I think you can build that relationship even after um, after you have them and place a baby, if that's, if that's what you choose to do. So, um, there's been great supports along the way. I've connected with a lot of other birth moms and it's been an amazing support for me. And I think that it's great to talk about, um, talking about it is just really what helped me. And it's been so nice because adoption used to be kind of like more of like a not talk about thing, you know, it's kind of more, um, Yeah. And so just being able to talk about it and um, share my feelings on it, it's just incredible. And I think talking about it is so important. Yeah, that reminds me of something. I think Brene Brown said something on the lines of when you have secrecy surrounding something, it makes it feel shameful. But when you have the openness, 
then it takes that shame away and that stigma away and makes it something that people can connect over instead and be more vulnerable and have stronger connections and relationships. Uh, yes, I think that's totally true. I was lucky enough to have, um, because I was so open about my experience, even going through it, I had a community support that was incredible um, through my church and through my family. Um, everyone just lifted me up and it's just been, yeah, I just think keep having it open and not being, not looking at it as a shameful thing. It's not a shameful thing whatsoever. And the fact that people still can look at it as a shameful thing is, is heartbreaking because it, it, it happens. It just happens. And you know what? Just everything. I believe everything happens for a reason. And so, you know what? It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to be, I've never felt ashamed of it. Not once have I ever felt ashamed of it, but I, I think it came from the, support I had from being so open and vulnerable about it it sounds like you had a really incredible support system with so many visitors while you were in the hospital and then continued on it sounded like as you were doing and I think that's a big deal and I love how it seems like this support system helped you and now you're part of a support system helping your daughter And it's just this perpetual support of helping one another because we all need that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I, you know, I went through, I know things are kind of different now. I went through an agency and um, they were an agency that was used to being the support system for, for girls. And I, and I think that that is common. I don't think that that's uncommon. I don't think, you know, everyone has a support system, but because of that, there were kind of some negative things that happened. They, um, they said some things to her family that weren't true about me and placing. And, um, I never once gave the idea that I was going to change my mind. I never once hinted towards that. Um, I was really adamant about, just having her with me right after I gave birth for a little bit of time, that was something that was super important to me, but it didn't mean that I didn't, that I was going to change my mind, that I was going to do anything like that. But I think the agency took that and kind of twisted it a little bit to the family. And so, you know what, I, I, the agency brought me the papers and I signed the papers. But other than that, the agency, they, they connected me with them and they got the paperwork together. But other than that, I didn't, the agency didn't do much. Um, Honestly, it's really best and ideal if have other support systems so that we're not relying on an agency like that, because it's just, I think, really hard to get that right in such a yeah. structured, like corporate kind of yeah. context. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think the agency, I don't think that they... I don't think they were used to it. So they were like, there's something wrong here. You know, this isn't, this isn't how it normally goes. I don't know. It it was, it was kind of the one thing that was kind of um, upsetting when I, when I placed her. Um, Really hard. Well, and I feel like that time in the hospital is so sacred and it's very common for first moms to want to have lots of hospital time with their baby. That makes sense. And from my experience, from what I've seen, that's really healthy and important for both mom and baby. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what would you hope for prospective adoptive parents to understand about the experience of birth parents to help maybe build more empathy and compassion? Um, I think communication. I know we've talked a lot about communication, but I really think that that's important. Um, communicating with the birth the birth parent and just, you know, putting things all out there, how you want things to look, how you want things to go, um, and just letting them know that that you're there and that that for me it was so important knowing, you know, how she was doing and what her life was like. And, I've met, oh, over the years, I talk about it so much I, that I've met a lot of people that are adopted that have that have been in closed adoptions and they've just said, I just, I want to know who my birth parents are. I just, it's something I've always wanted to do. And I'm so grateful that she hasn't had to do that, that she's known, that she's always known. She's always known that I've loved her and that I'm here for her if she needs anything. And um, her parents have been instrumental in giving her that opportunity to have that with me. And I think they are amazing for that. They've been so great at making me part of their life. And, you know, her mom, you know, would send me pictures and, and it's like, I was just as excited as her about everything. You know, you don't always, you know, grandparents and aunts and uncles and friends and stuff are excited, but they don't have that excitement that a birth parent has when something happens, a milestone or something like that. And her mom was just, is, is just incredible at that. And I, she's amazing. And I'm so grateful for her in my life. I can't even imagine her not in my life. And she's one of my very best friends. And I can talk to her about anything and everything and she's she's incredible and I think that is something that prospective birth parents can 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 know and can can understand that it can be so amazing. I actually we were talking a couple weeks ago her last week and actually I asked her if I could share this but she said that she always had that fear that um when she was disciplining her girls or, or, um, you know, kind of having to be a strict parent that her girl, her girls would always then want to choose their, um, their birth parent over that. And I think that that's probably a very valid fear that all adoptive parents have. I don't want to speak for adoptive parents because I'm not one and I can't understand what that's like, but I, when she said that it's like every, I, it seems like probably every adoptive parent has probably had that fear at some point or another. And I just said to her, like, but you have set this foundation with her that you are her mom. I am not her mom. I am just a person that loves her as much as her mom, but I am not that person. And she's done such a good job teaching her girls that, that I just, while the fear is there, I just know that, um, it's just how she's how she's raised them. That would never cause any any issues. Really beautiful to hear how your relationship is so strong. And it it's such an easy relationship to let insecurities in and threaten each person's placement. But it sounds like you and her mom have done a really good job working together and fighting off those insecurities because of course it's natural for insecurities to try to creep in but 
yeah using it that way that's amazing yeah, yeah for yeah. sure so I've loved hearing about your support system. Is there anything specific that was particularly helpful for you that you might want to share as advice for other people trying to support new mothers and birth mothers trying to help them through this process? I just think letting me talk, talk through it and talk it out has been such a great thing. I am such a person that um, talking things out really, really helps me and supports me. Um, and I think um, you know, asking questions and letting me talk it through has been such a great thing. Um, when I started at my new job, um, one of my friends worked in the adoption part of um, the nonprofit I work for, and she was incredible at just listening and and just being there as a support and just knowing. I think the hardest thing is when when people are like, oh, so this was like when she was younger. Oh, so do you like, does she come and like sleep over and stuff? And I'm like, what? Like, no. <laughs> like, I'm, I, that's, that's not, and I, I know it's innocent. People ask questions and they don't know and it's totally innocent. But I remember always being like, no, she's got her family and I'm not like, no. And, and so I think people just like, being open and honest and talking about things is, is helpful. Um, so do you feel like the openness in your adoption has affected your healing for better or for worse? Oh, for better. 100% for better. I, I couldn't have done this without it. I, I knew that from the beginning. If I was, if I was going to do this and I knew I was, but I knew it had to be open. That was the number one thing I, it's been incredible. I, like I said before, there's never been a day that I've doubted my decision or anything like that. It's so healthy. I love, I love seeing her. I love getting together with her. I, it's been so amazing to watch her grow into this beautiful, amazing, she's amazing young girl. She's so sweet and kind and well-rounded and just happy. And, oh, I can't even, it's, it's made my healing just made my heart so happy to see her and just the amazing girl that she is beautiful all right so what do you feel like some of the biggest challenges we as an adoption community face do you have any thoughts on that and how we could help address those i think there's still that negative stigma i do think that there's still people that um see it as negative i think oh the most hurtful thing ever and i still hear it and i I can't believe it's even still a thing, but like you didn't want your child. I think that's the hardest, worst part about this whole thing is it's like that is not the case whatsoever. And I sadly, I think that that's still around, and I think that, that still happens. And I and I think um, I had people in my life telling me, "Oh, I don't think it's a good idea that it's open." I don't, I don't, and I just how could it not be a good idea? How could it not be a beautiful thing where she knows me and she knows that she was loved? How could that be negative? And fortunately, I think there's still people out there that feel that way. And it's it's hard. I, I still meet people today that, for the most part, people think it's amazing, the openness and about it, but there's still people that I get funny reactions from. I think just the negative stigma about um, a, a pregnant 
woman who isn't in a place to raise a child. I think that's just something that I think it's old school. I don't know if I should use that word, but I do think it's old school and I, and I, it's still happening. So. Yeah. I think that a lot more education is needed yeah. here and I'm not sure how to go about that, but. Yeah. I, I just think talking about it is I so much of what I've said is about talking and communication, but I do think that that is going to be the best part of it. And I think as, as now we've, we've had open adoptions be more of a thing for longer. I think it'll slowly, I hope it'll slowly start, you know, people are going to start seeing these adults that had open relationships where that's kind of not, we're just kind of getting into that era, I think, yeah. um, and seeing, seeing how, how positive it's been on them. Well, I have loved hearing your thoughts, Sarah Jane. Is there anything else you want to share today? I would love to hear any more thoughts that you want to share. Um, I just, I'm so grateful that you had me on here. It's so fun to talk about. I love, I love it. It's such a part of my life, a big part of who I am as a person. And I just, I love talking about it. So it's so fun to connect with people that um, have had similar experiences because it's not, it's not as common as you would think. So it's always fun to talk about and I'm, I'm always I'm always happy to talk about it so I appreciate it thank you so much thank you thank you so much for listening to this episode of the open adoption project we hope you found this content helpful and enjoyable if so we would love for you to share it with a friend or an acquaintance that it might help we'd also love to connect with you on social media we're on instagram at open adoption project or you can look us up on our website, openadoptionproject.org. Thanks so much for being here with us and learning with us. 